Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to chronicling the years 1990 through 1999, also known as the 90s. We're your hosts. My name's Chris Alphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are bringing you May 7th through May 13th in 1991 because I don't think we decided on a week last week. We certainly did not. All right. May 7th, in Macon, Georgia, a judge dismisses a wrongful death lawsuit against Ozzy Osbourne. The suit was filed by a local couple that believed their son was inspired to attempt suicide by Osbourne's music. Also on this date, Hong Kong grows 11.5%. The British colony's population increased 11.5% to 5.79 million people in the last decade, according to preliminary findings of a 1991 census released Monday. Did you include this just because it referred to Hong Kong as a British colony i do like that yeah but also to be clear we're not saying we're a fan of colonialism we just enjoy the the wording because we no longer refer to hong kong as a british colony yeah because it was until 1997 so it's just it's interesting that hong kong changed hands in the 90s uh i put this in there because i like when i saw the article i thought it would be like the landmass. oh like they just like they montrealed it yeah exactly they just like moved a bunch of dirt and physically grew 11.5%, but I still thought it was noteworthy to put in there. Good stuff. Not so good stuff. Uh, this is out of Kuala Lumpur. 40 die in fireworks blast. Explosions Tuesday at a fireworks plant killed at least 40 people and many others were reported missing. Tuesday being May 8th. Yeah, did I not say May 8th? No, skipped right by it. Oh, wow. That's well, okay. Sad, that's the day. Sad news. Yeah, you very sad things. news. Which is sucks because fireworks are such a cool thing. Oh, fireworks are cool. Yeah. Like, no, I don't like that I'm about to say this. Assuming no one gets hurt, videos of fireworks factories catching on fire are very cool. Yes. Yeah. Like, if Loss no one life, could get hurt, ass- yeah. And that'd be assuming great. everyone has been evacuated. Yeah. And, like, at most, maybe there's like a little singe on a oh, leg. Oh, those or videos of fireworks like... factories blowing the fuck up are very cool. Yeah. And even just like, like fireworks are. They're cool. Fireworks are meant to be cool explosions, so... That's true. You know. That's not our fault. Yeah. May 9th. Bush given anticoagulant drug to cut risk of stroke. President Bush suffered another brief episode of irregular heartbeat overnight, the White House said Wednesday, and an anticoagulant has been added to his drug regimen in an apparent effort to lessen the risk of a stroke. But the White House emphasized that the president's relapse of atrial fibrillation, which occurred Tuesday night, was corrected in a matter of minutes and that he was free from any further symptoms. He's the healthiest president of all time. I can't believe I nailed all of those medical words on the first try. I've been I've been helping a friend with medical terminology, like like quizzing and stuff. So I, I've been brushing up, well, not brushing up, brushing up for the first time on some of these terms. I thought you were doing a bit when you said that. Like, I thought I was leading to some kind of reference I didn't know. No, what yet. I am leading into, though, is the uh, healthiest president of all time. Have you read yeah. the letter that Donald Trump's doctor allegedly wrote? Um, yes, it's, it's yeah, pretty that, good. Yeah, his... All his test results were very positive. He is in, like, extraordinarily excellent health. <laughs> this fat man in his 70s is the peak man. 
It is, if elected, like, unequivocally, Donald Trump will be the healthiest president of the United States ever, or something like that. That's fantastic. All right, we've got the healthiest president in the White House, but let's find out what's happening in 1991 on May 10th. I said the date this time. (laughs) A woman sues BMW for selling too many cars. That sounds about right. Yeah, this is out of Chicago. Where are the former presidents from? Barack. Well, as the kids are calling him, unhealthy Obama. Yeah, exactly, because I I saw a picture today, this is actually what spawned that, of, like, a shirtless Obama and then, like, Trump looking fat. Yep. And, like, Obama's pretty jacked. Yeah, he's a pretty healthy guy. Yeah, like, he... Almost. Yeah, he could, like, lift you out of, like, a burning fire in a fireworks factory. Full circle. Uh, So, back to this woman suing BMW. A woman has filed a $10 million suit against German automaker BMW for selling too many M5 sports cars in 1987 and 88. Lisa Stewart of Suburban Glen Ellen said the Schomburg car dealer from whom she bought the sports car assured her that it was a limited edition of 500 cars, but she has since learned that 1,400 of the cars were sold in the United States and they carried a list price of 50000 which was probably a lot more in, in 1991. See, this is what we were talking about last week. This oh, is the 90s. the they collectors. Catching, yeah, the collector's items. Yeah. This woman was kind of roped in with the idea that this is going to be a limited edition collector's item, and it still was, but just not as limited as she imagined. Well, rich people problems. Yep. Hashtag fire festival. Eh. May 11th. A PC-style Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Does Van and Wade know about this? There's a new computer game from Interplay called Lexicross that looks a lot like Wheel of Fortune. It's been souped up and changed around enough that the game maker's copyright lawyers probably stand on firm ground. But the basics of Lexicross set on a future 24-hour game show TV network, are familiar. A board of tiles concealing letters of the alphabet, spinning wheels, solving word puzzles, and even a silent female tile flipper named Robana, which does not sound like Vanna at all. Not at all. Also, is Lexi Cross a porn star's name? I feel like it It is. probably is. Is that why that looks familiar to us? We are Googling this right now. Oh, boy. Uh, no, oh. Lexi Cross, author of Left for Dead, Lexi Cross, MS-DOS game, Lexi Cross Instagram, yeah, where are we going to see that's here? That's the one. Uh, no, just some shoe, shoes of NYC. Okay. Decidedly not a porn star, Lexi Bell. Let me try that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep, that's a pornographic ad. There it is. Yeah. All right, well, Lexi something or other. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to May 12th. Yeah, let's do that. You know, this reminded me of something not pornographic actress related. Disappointing, go on. Uh, At some point in the 90s, I had one thing I could get for Christmas that was a computer game. It was either uh, this really cool Lego game or there was this thing. It was like five CDs of a bunch of games. And I was like, well, clearly the value is there. Those are the shit games. They were... Some were fun, but most of them were fucking shareware trial games, and that pissed me off. I remember those. I had a CD like that, too. Yeah, but something like this would have been, like, on it. There were, like, Star Trek kind of ripoffs. There was this one. It was called Pelvis in Space, (laughs) where you're meant to go rescue, like, this Elvis lookalike character. Pelvis in Space. Yeah, if anyone remembers that. I I love how, like, I understand how the conversation that began with the word porn ended in this discussion yeah good stuff that is 
our train of thought. Pelvis in space. Yeah. Now we will uh, take this train to the next station, as previously announced by Connor. And that destination is May 12th. Spill deposits thousands of tax refund checks on freeway. To passing motorists, it looked like the great tax rebate of 1991. At least 2,000 federal government checks, many of them tax refunds, spilled onto the San Diego freeway in Sherman Oaks late Friday night. But the checks had been cancelled and were worthless, officials said Saturday. The brightly colored checks apparently fell from a private courier truck on the way from a Southern California bank to the Federal Reserve Bank in San Francisco, according to the U.S. Secret Service, which is investigating the money spill. That's fun. I would have tried to grab a check. I would have for sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if I knew it was going to be canceled and worthless, that's just something you put in like a little frame and be like, this is the time I caught like a $430 check (laughs) out of the window while driving down the freeway on the interstate. Like... (laughs) A lot of effort for that story. I know. May 13th, closing of the week. Garlic without the smell. A British botanist said Sunday that he has perfected a strain of odorless garlic. It tastes like garlic, not as strong. The flavor's still there, but there is no aftertaste or lingering smell, said Murat Ozsoy, managing director of Twyford Plant Laboratories in Somerset. Yeah, where the fuck did that garlic go? I could use some of that. Yeah, no, I, I I like OG garlic. I don't want. I mean, OG garlic is probably. I don't want any best. of this new wave bullshit. Yeah, no, uh, no nineties garlic. No, not feeling it. Yeah, you just deal with the deal with the smell, the bad breath the next day. Absolutely, I guess it's worth it. Fuck it. Um, All right, let's jump. The week. Yeah, let's jump into the box office. What do we got in the number one spot? FX two. What the fuck is FX two? I don't know. Yeah, actors Brian Brown, Brian Dennehy. What is this movie? Distributor Orion Pictures. They went out of business. Uh, is it a horror movie? It looks like uh, an action movie. Maybe. What is FX2, guys? How about you take a look? I will. Uh, <laughs> you tell us. We're the ones with the podcast about the 90s, but we have no idea. No, I'll take a look we at should the look other. Into yeah, I'll take a look at the other okay. shit on the thing uh, uh, list of movies. Yeah. Switch at number two. <laughs> this one I don't really care about. Uh, Tay Leone's in that. Oscars at three other movies on here. Silence of the Lambs. I love the VHS cover for that. I know I've talked about it, but it's pretty great. I believe that. Toy Soldiers. Um, Kindergarten Cops at the very bottom. This is not a great movie list. Nah, nah. This is a uh, this is a day for home videos. This is a day when you are watching that thing you recorded off the TV. From a couple weeks ago. Honey, do you want to go see a movie tonight? Nah, I'd, man. I'd rather not. But what about music? What are we going to be listening to this week? Albums, probably. And at number one, the self-titled Mariah Carey. By Mariah Carey, of course. Number two. Oh, we've got Gonna Make You Sweat by CNC Music Factory. Okay, those are both good. One. I'm yeah. just waiting for the shitty one. Uh, Out of Time R.E.M.? How do you feel about that? Not a big fan of R.E.M. Really? Yeah, not big. So you're not losing your religion? No. Ah. Wilson Phillips by Wilson Phillips? There's, yeah, we're, Whoa, we're getting Whoa, hold on. There. And by that I mean the song, I know. hold on. I know what you were doing. Uh, Shake Your Moneymaker, The Black Crows is on here. Um, MCMXCAD by Enigma. New Jack City Soundtrack. Ugh, Heart Shaped World, Chris Isaac. Ugh. Empire, Queensryche. And Vagabond Heart, Rod Stewart. I've heard that Rod Stewart is a, like a legitimately 
excellent performer. Like, yeah. apparently he puts on like, an incredible concert. Fucking great show. Apparently. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's music. Except, let's do our song of the week, which we didn't have until just before we started recording. Uh, let's talk about Tub Thumpin' by Chumbawamba. What do you think of that song? It's so catchy. It is. It's like before before we started recording the show, we were talking about a few things, and our buddy Corey was making up his own lyrics to Chumbawamba, which were probably better than the original lyrics to Chumbawamba. Not that he's a great songwriter, but that the lyrics are shit. They, I mean, they are what they are. It's yeah. a song that pumps you up in a way that I don't know. Pump up songs were they like there were some pump up songs in the nineties, but pump up the jam. That was the one that I was immediately thinking of. <laughs> it's the one with the word pump in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just really wanted to talk about, about tub thumping and how oh, good of a song that is. That episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer's singing it. I take a whiskey drink. I take, take a, a chocolate vodka drink. drink. And if I oh, have to pee. I use the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. I thought it was chocolate. Was it vodka? It was. I don't know. Mat- it was. Yeah, I'm misremembering. It's postseason nine, so I don't care too much. Oh well. Like the way Homer says it is in that new Homer voice. It's pretty funny though. All right, let's do some '90s news now because you have something unfortunate and fortunate, but important to discuss. Yes, guys, I want to talk about the dump. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this is worthwhile and going somewhere. Yeah. So I went to the dump the other day, and I don't know, this may be a different experience in your area to what we have here, but the dump was completely different from the dump of my youth, the dump of the 90s, the dump portrayed in The Simpsons, the Mr. Sparkle episode. Yeah. That's the dump I remember. I can't believe we're talking fondly about the dump. I can, because the dump used to be a magical place. There is a giant fill of land pile of shit pile of garbage that you drove on you drove up a hill of garbage (laughs) surrounded by garbage to throw out your garbage and maybe if there was some cool garbage you might take a little bit of that garbage (laughs) did you ever take anything from i never scavenged i never scavenged the dump either but i I, do remember having the opportunity to do so and exactly like the idea the the idea that it could that i could still do it the dream that you could drive up and find some lost treasure that some poor soul discarded not knowing what it was one man's literal trash is another's treasure that was the dream the promise dump the promise that the dump offered now What's the dump like nowadays? I have no idea. I haven't been to the dump. I had to drop... I, I, for work, we had to dump some garbage. So we went to the dump the other day. It's not what I remember. Instead of driving up on a hill of garbage, you drive up on a little paved incline, and there's just a row full of dumpsters. Paved? It's paved? paved. It's it not, is paved. It's not a dirt road made of squished garbage? No, it is <laughs> actually paved. There's just a row of dumpsters That's that so, you throw your waste mm, in. No. And then and then you leave. And then I presume a truck comes, takes the dumpster, and dumps it somewhere else. The memory of the dump and has been sorted sullied. and stuff like that. But Ugh. there's also so much supervision. Uh, there's a big sign that says children under 12 must remain in vehicles. That's ridiculous. I know. Like, that was the coolest part of the dump. <sighs> it's just not the same. And I don't know. Maybe where you live, the dump still remains like it was. And... I bet this incarnation of the dump is way more environmentally friendly. Things probably get sorted a lot better, and there's all that. But there's something that's just missing about it. If you've you've been to the dump lately, hit us up. 
I want to know if your dump is still like the the 90s dump, if it's still living the dream. Is your dump still a dump? If you're, Yeah, is your dump still a dump or is it this modern landfill? I wonder if it's different in America. Um, I feel like it might be. I feel like it was the same. It just depends how they modernize it. Yeah. It still might be the same in some places around here. It just anyway. all depends who's in yeah. charge. Yeah. Yeah. That's let's, the dump. That's that's the dump, dump of the nineties has changed. We are really reaching down. <laughs> oh no, I really wanted to talk I know, about this. I know, but it's such a shitty topic, but at the same time, surprisingly it's, good. It's trash. Wow. Alright. Moving into our nineties spotlight this week, we would like to talk about and fondly remember nineties racing games and oh, particularly yeah. arcade games, but there are, there are other ones worth mentioning. What immediately came to mind when Chris suggested this topic for me was Daytona USA. So in Niagara Falls, we have a tower. Well, technically we have two towers. One is now a hotel and the other one is the Skyline Tower. And in the basement of the Skyline Tower, Chris, and I and everyone that we knew, I think, spent our childhoods playing arcade games in the arcade in the basement of the Skyline. And they had Daytona USA, all eight cars in a row lined up so you and all your friends could jump in and race against each other. That and was I, so cool. I thought that was so goddamn cool. Right by the escalator, right? Right by the escalator. You brought up Cruising USA. Oh, yeah. I remember Cruising USA. So... In our city, there's this tacky restaurant. I don't know if we've talked about it, the Flying Saucer. They recently got shit on on social media, which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, the food is... Garbage. But it's delicious garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they got shit on recently because their uh, their daughter went on kind of a tirade. It was It was really fucked. fucked. It makes me it actually was... not want to eat there. No, I probably and, won't go back there. Yeah, and this is a place that I've grown up with. Yeah. Um, Especially so, in the yeah. post drinking age years oh yeah but back in the day they used to have uh, a cruising usa machine i remember like waiting for my food going to get some quarters and stuff and oh yeah playing, playing while, cruising you, USA. while you were waiting for your so much fun questionable sub to arrive at your table yeah it was the greatest cruising usa is a good one yeah, yeah. and there were some others there was uh there was another one that was i feel like originally it was like based off of a sega it was pretty low graphics like this is like eight maybe 16 bit at most oh, okay they had it at the great canadian midway in niagara falls when it oh, first opened oh yeah i remember what you're talking about um can't remember the name and there were so many other cool ones and fuck, they do were you have best. a favorite racing game we're well, just the talking 90s. about arcade ones no no, no we'll incorporate them all uh i remember getting a uh i remember buying or getting somehow a need for speed 2 cd for my computer back in the day i had need for speed 2 on my computer it would barely run (laughs) i had similar issues yeah oh Uh, man i don't think i have a favorite though maybe just cruising usa for how fondly i remember it pod racing for sure oh star wars pod racing that That game game was was fucking great it was so hard yeah like once you got up to the point where you had uh what's the the main pod racing bad guy was his name um that asshole starts with an s yeah i know i i can't remember it it doesn't matter fuck that guy but his pod racer was so fast and so agile oh like you had to be a master at this game to not blow up in that thing it was so easy to get killed now this is pod racing my i think my all-time favorite racing game is probably super mario kart for the super nintendo i hate that game I love it. Oh, the Super Nintendo, it's borderline unplayable. 
I can't I look at it. I see where you're coming from because uh, they employed a lot of interesting tricks, I think, to make that game exist. Yeah. Because it's they didn't really have the 3D capabilities in the same way that later systems did. Uh, so they had to employ some interesting tricks, and it visually looks a little fucked. It's it's too hard for me to watch. Like it it makes my eyeballs uncomfortable. Does that make sense? I, I get I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, go to hell. <laughs> Fair. Oh, also one definitely worth mentioning: Road Rash. Do you ever play Road Rash? I remember it, but I it was don't a, remember what you're talking. It was about a motorcycle all. racing game where you had weapons and could like beat other people off of their motorcycles. That shit is the best. It was cool as fuck. I love Road Rash. Oh, one more bit of news. I think we were pretty much wrapped up with the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, arcade games, arcade racing games, they were cool. We're probably going to talk more about arcades in the future because, they're you know, great. they were a thing. Yeah. And they still are in a way. Last week, you, you mentioned that you were about a season into Rick and Morty. We are both done watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, we are both caught up, and we just want to say that is the power of Mulan Szechuan Sauce. It's a great show. That it was able, like, we had both wanted to watch Rick and Morty. For literally years. It was just on the back burner. But we've been resistant to it. It, Szechuan Sauce got it done in a month. It's very funny. Very silly. Yeah. Very ridiculous. It is outlandish, and and I love it. Speaking of things that are ridiculous, it's just a little, little personal note. When I was a kid... I was, oh, I think I was like six years old at the mall, the Niagara Square, which is now dead. Yeah, it closed it, its doors. It literally our, just closed. That's actually, that's a 90s news yeah, now God for damn. you. Our, mall, our local mall that we grew up on closed its doors because it was a fucking ghost town. Ugh. Uh, what, six days ago from the yeah, time of recording? It's literally news for this week. Yeah. So the square closed, um, but in its heyday... They had, there was a store, like a framing store, and they sold like pictures and photographs and that sort of thing. They had a contest for, I think it was like Father's Day, like a coloring contest. And they put, they put all the kids pictures up in the middle of the mall and like they had voting or whatever. And I won it. And I won like $200 worth of framed photos. <laughs> this is why like i have a framed picture of like the back-to-back blue jays world series team nice and a, a couple other ones and my parents made me get a few for my younger brother who was like a toddler and one of the pictures i remember him having there was there was this picture of like puppies and i remember picking that out over the picture of kittens in teacups so flash forward to literally yesterday evening I bought a skateboard because I've been I've been jonesing to buy a skateboard for a good two years now. And I had one in the 90s, rode it throughout high school, and then skateboard stopped being cool. Well, at least, you know, to me, going to university, I should probably not have a skateboard anymore. Stupid. You're an idiot, Connor. Don't get rid of your skateboard. But I did. Point is, I bought a skateboard and they had a deck that had the kittens in the teapots. So I bought it. So to be clear, I'm a 28 bordering on 29 year old man with a skateboard that has kins and teapots on it and i'm very excited about it it's pretty fucking rad yeah just to just to really amp it up to stupid levels uh everything else on like all the hardware is neon the trucks are like bright orange bright pink the wheels are different colors and my my dad asked me if i had a stroke when i was picking those out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's where that was going yeah anyway the mall closed and that's sad the fact that you have a skateboard is, I think, a 90s throwback, at eh. least a little bit, and it's it's cool. All right, motherfuckers. Wow. We would like to take a moment to thank you and to thank our sponsor this week. Al 
Borland. Al Borland did a lot of great things for us. I think he was he was a bit of a guiding light in in that you know he did the right thing. He did yeah. his job well, but most importantly, his fashion was on point. Mm-hmm. This episode of Stuck in the 90s is brought to you by the many flannel shirts of Al Borland. Where to begin? He had so many flannel shirts. He did. A flannel shirt for every occasion. One may think it was all the same one, but I bet there were many. There were many. And they were so versatile. They let you know that here is a rugged tool man ready to solve the problems of today. He looked so trustworthy. He did. He is someone that if he's working, if he's being handy in your house, you know your sink, your countertop, your home improvement project is in good hands. When Al Borland quotes you $425 for a job, but says it's actually $700 because he found twice as many problems as he expected, you know that he's got your back. He's not hoodwinking you. You are not getting bamboozled. Exactly. Al Borland is a man you can trust, and I think we owe a lot of that to his trustworthy flannel shirts. Al Borland, no bamboozles. Yeah. All right. I think that's about all we got. All right, so... I think you're right. As always, you can find us online on the internet because the internet is a thing that we believe in because this is a podcast. We distribute it over the internet. How do you want to find us online? Stuckin'the90spodcast.com is a website you can find us at. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram.com slash stuckin'the90spodcast. Or I think just so. search stuckin'the90spodcast on Instagram. Twitter at sit90s facebook.com slash stuck in the 90s podcast hit us up in some way be a ten dollar sponsor you can be our al borland next week because we trust you and uh you know what like and subscribe leave like a, a rating on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts from if they allow ratings throw us one maximum number of stars only yeah yeah that's a good idea yeah for um, sure should we decide what we're doing next week? or should Absolutely we just leave that not. All right. Um, let's throw some days out there at least. It'll be May 14th. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. May 14th to 20th. One of the years in the 90s. Not 91. But not that one. Because we're doing that this week. Or whatever we did last week. We space them out. 98. We space them a little bit. And you know that by now. There's eight weeks that it could be. Eight weeks. And you'll find out next week on Stuck in the 90s. But for now, the podcast is, is now, now Tacos. Over. Fuck, again? Tacos? I had Taco Bell today. I said that last time. Yeah? Tacos. Yeah, fuck. We're still willing to accept payment for sponsorship (laughs) in tacos. Very serious about that. 